Every plant needs nourishment to grow. Whether you're planting grass, flowers, veggies, an oak tree, all plants need the same things to grow. Last week, we talked about how important it is to know what God says about you and to believe it and the reality of you being right with God, which makes you a good seed. We all wanna be a good seed, not a bad seed. So this week, we're gonna talk about receiving the nourishment we need to grow. Like I said, all plants need the same thing. We're gonna talk about receiving the sap. What are the things we need to be healthy? All plants need some certain things. They need soil, sunlight, and water. So the soil represents the supplies that are essential to growth. So nutrients, water, oxygen, and root support. And that helps our food producing plants like apple trees have what they need to grow and produce fruit. So the soil in our lives, since we're not trees, we're not growing apples, represents two things. One is community or your spiritual family and friends, the people that support you at church. And number two is the word of God. So we talked last week about how we think have to think about ourselves being dead to sin and then alive in Christ. And that's how we walk in the spirit. Now, the word of God is the food for our spirit so that we have the power to walk in the Holy Spirit. And he wants God, God wants his word to live in us richly. Jesus said in Matthew 4, 4, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Jesus also says in John 6, 33, it is the spirit who gives life. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Jesus also tells us, I am the bread of life. As Americans, we have food everywhere, super easily accessible at our fingertips and we have no problem eating. I know I can speak for myself. Jesus wants us to know that his words are more important than the food that we feed to our bodies. So think of your favorite food Jesus's word is more important than that. And he wants us to know him more than just saying, oh yeah, I know her, like we would say about a celebrity, but actually knowing him as a friend. He wants to feed us with his word every time we open up our Bible. We physically have to eat every day. If I don't eat every day, I'm gonna get sick, I'm not gonna be healthy. And the same thing goes for reading God's word. Everything that comes out of the mouth of God, which is in the Bible, that's his word, is when he's trying to speak to us and that's the nourishment for our body. So if I have to eat every day, I should also be reading God's word every day as nourishment for my body because that's when I'm gonna walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. When we take time to read God's word, his Holy Spirit starts, starts to work the soil of our heart. Sometimes we can have a hard heart. How many of you have ever felt a little numb maybe to God's word or God's voice? And so when we want to change that, we read his word and that starts to till the soil to make it softer ground. And that's Jesus, it's his way of making us strong. Now, that's the soil. That's the first thing a healthy plant needs is some good soil. Number two is sunlight. Seeds need sunlight in order to grow. If they don't have sun, they can't grow. The crazy thing is, is that they're just sitting there receiving the sunlight and they grow as a result. That seed doesn't have to put in hard work in order to grow. It just sits there and lets the sunlight help it grow. For us, that's spending time with God. So the soil of our hearts can be changed by feeding our bodies the word of God, just like physical food. But the uh, sunlight is when we spend time with God. We get into the light of the sun. This is our way of receiving his love. Not just reading his word, not just worshiping, but letting him actually love us. That's like the sunlight 
shining on our bodies. So it could be five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, or whatever time you feel like you need to sit in the sunlight of Jesus. The same intensity and passion with which God loved us when he sent his son to die for us is the same way he feels about us today. And when we properly receive that love, it's like a spiritual photosynthesis. So the nature of God, that's his love. The fact that he sent his son to die for us, like the sunlight hits our hearts. And by faith, we have to allow him to love us. This connection causes the grace of God to be poured out over us and the grace of God, which is how he enables us to live by the Holy Spirit, is the spiritual nourishment that causes us to grow into salvation and to look more like Jesus. Just like photosynthesis, the cycle helps a plant grow. So when was the last time you just sat in Jesus's presence and received? You weren't worshiping, you weren't reading your word. For me, it's so easy for me to just sit down and be like, okay, I read my word, I prayed, I worshiped, okay, checked it off my list. And that's not really how we grow. Those are pieces of it, but we also have to be willing to be still. I'm not very good at being still. I like to be busy, I like to be doing things, but a plant doesn't receive growth and the sunlight by working. It receives it by resting and by sitting in this, that good soil. So when we have established a good soil and we've let God's word be our food, then we can simply sit and receive the sunlight that helps us grow. So God simply sometimes just wants us to be still and to spend time with him, not necessarily work or check one more thing off of our list. He just wants us to be still because when we're still and we quiet our minds and we quiet our bodies and our spirits, that's when he can speak to us. So we've had the soil, good soil is what we need, God's word to feed us. Number two is the sunlight. So sitting in God's presence and letting him help us to grow closer to him. And the last thing we need is water. Now, water is an essential nutrient for plants to grow, but also for our physical bodies to grow and our spiritual bodies. So plants are actually made up of 95% water. So without water, a plant shrivels up and dies. This plant behind me, if I don't give it water, its leaves start to droop and get a little brown. We can look like that too when we don't have physical water and spiritual water. Now, Holy Spirit is described in the Bible as water all the time. Uh, in John 7, 37 to 39, it says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being flows rivers of living water. This is spoken about the Holy Spirit. In Isaiah 44, three, it says, for I will pour out water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offsprings and they'll be blessed. And then 1 Corinthians 12, 13 says, for by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether we're Jews or Greeks or slaves or free. So the Holy Spirit is described as water. Now, water's a thing. And I wanna remind us that Holy Spirit's not a thing. He is a person that carries God's power and like water refreshes a physical body or refreshes a plant, the Holy Spirit is the same for us. He is a person, we can know him, we can talk to him just like Jesus or God. They're all a part of the Trinity. God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. We can't know God or understand his word or share our faith or do any other Christian thing without the Holy Spirit. God's intention is that we never walk in a dry place. That's why Jesus says to his disciples before he's going back to heaven, after he's raised from the dead, that it's better that he goes away so that he can leave the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit can be closer 
to us than even he can. So he never wants us to walk in a dry place, which is why he's given us the Holy Spirit, but we have to have a relationship with him. So how do I receive this water of the Holy Spirit and essentially take a drink, drink the Holy Spirit in? So we must realize that he lives inside of us and he requires some things of us. There are three things that he wants from us. Number one, we need to give him our attention, okay? How many of you have ever been talking to someone and you realize they are not even paying attention? They're already thinking about either what they're gonna say next, what they're having for lunch, they could care less what you have to say. Holy Spirit wants our attention. So when I'm gonna spend time with him, if I'm gonna take a moment to rest, I have to give him my attention, block out all of the other distractions and focus only on him. Uh, and we need to do that every day. Something I like to do when I wake up is just say, good morning, Holy Spirit, and start to talk to him like he's in the room with me, like I would my husband or my kids or a friend that I'm reaching out to. He wants to have a relationship with us and that doesn't mean that I have to sit down and somberly pray every day. There are moments for that, but it also can just be a relationship. So you can simply wake up and say, good morning, Holy Spirit, be with me today. And that's a part of that relationship and building that relationship and giving him our attention. Number two is we need to give him our affection. We can praise him and thank him and tell him we love him just like you would with someone else that you have a relationship with. I tell my kids every day how much I love them, how thankful I am for them. And Holy Spirit deserves our affection. He deserves our love. So a lot of times after I've said, good morning, Holy Spirit, in the morning, I say, thank you for this beautiful day. You are awesome. I'm so grateful to have you in my life. And I just start thanking him, which then starts my day on a path that's in a way better mode than if I wake up and I check social media and I do all of the other things before him. Giving him our affection means putting him first and giving him our attention and our praise. And then lastly, he wants us to give him a surrendered life. He wants us to give him our life every day and be open to him using us in ways to speak to our friends, maybe pointing things out in our life that we need to change or, you know, whatever, whatever it looks like for you. When we give him our life every day, we say, I give you permission. Uh, in the Psalms, David says, search my heart so that you may know me, point out any wrong thing. And, and we have to be willing to listen, not just have a one-sided conversation. So a leaf on a plant never fights the current of the river. It can't, it just flows downstream. And that's how Holy Spirit wants to be with us. When we stop fighting against him and we actually allow him to give us um, the water that we need, just like a plant does, then we can be overtaken by his current and be led by him in every area of our life. Let's be that way with the Holy Spirit. And let's remember that to grow as a plant, to receive the nourishment we need, just like a plant, in our spiritual life, we need to have good soil by reading God's word and feeding our spirit. We need to have the sunlight, so being in God's presence every day. And we need water, which is the Holy Spirit.